Peak Performance Plus presents the Summit Club Podcast, your business roundtable discussion for sales and business leaders with your host, Bill Stats. Welcome to the SummitClubPodcast.com. Bill Stats here with Rick Feinblatt, and today we're going to bring you a book review. And the book we're going to talk about today is The Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni, one of 11 bestsellers that Lencioni's had that have been on the New York Times bestseller list. So where do we start with Lencioni's The Ideal Team Player? You and I were talking a few minutes ago and made some comments about team and performance. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think the first thing for me was, uh, and I think a lot of his books are this way, um, they're really easy reads. Um, Don't take a long time, uh, don't overload you with a lot of information. And don't make your head hurt a lot. So books like that, I'm, I'm certainly in favor of. But I, I think as, as a starting point, in, in my mind anyway, one of the things I thought uh, was really interesting uh, and certainly worth consideration, uh, in, in the book they ask the question, can you get more work done with fewer people if you have more team players? Which I think is a pretty good jumping off point for the discussion. Yeah, I would agree. I think another piece of this seems to be that high-performing teams don't seem to be accidents. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, I think random stuff comes together, but a lot of times they're fairly disciplined the way they were put together. And I think Lencioni gives us all a framework around what does it look like? And, he, and the interesting thing, and because you and I both read, read a number of his books, he always has a parable in there. There's always a story mm-hmm. to illustrate the content of the book and one of the things up front in our conversation is the parable in the book is more about selecting members of a management team or a leadership team and even in some cases project managers and uh, and field field folks so it's I don't know that the boundary is so you know while this only applies to one kind of team it's really universal, I think. No, I would agree with that. I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely. I think, though, you know, you could read the book and go, that's really I- idealistic. That's not going to happen. But uh, and, and I think not every player on every team is going to be an ideal team player. I think that goes without saying. But it really has to start with the top. I yeah. mean, if the person in charge of whether it's whatever the organization is, isn't a proponent of this and really push people to get there, it's just never going to happen. Uh, you don't see many organizations where maybe you have uh, a part of uh, the organization that's an ideal team. It can happen, and the rest of the organization isn't because they all interface with one right, another. Right. And it just makes it really, really difficult, I think, to get that done if, if that's where you are. Well, there's, there's a quote in a, in a video that I used to use in Franklin Covey about IDEO, an innovation firm in Silicon Valley. And, and uh, the quote was, uh, the team with enlightened trial and error succeeds over the planning of the lone genius every time. And sometimes we're not really aware of the power of a team. And yeah, we've got a lot of brainiacs. We've got a, a lot of superstars working as individuals. Uh, you know, proof would really be on the side of, I don't know, I mean, a group of people working to, well together that all have uh, significant connections to each other probably going to be producing better results in the long run. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think you know, when you talk about connections, you see a lot of businesses where a lot of parts of the business work in separate silos. Yeah. And it's not necessarily that they don't get along. They just don't communicate well with one another. 
And if you could sit down with the groups and go, okay, well, this is why this group over here is really important to you and vice versa and, un and get them to understand the value of each other and how they work together. More often than, than not, the, you know, the, the work's going to improve across the board, I think. See, we, and you and I have worked together for a while. Um, I'm trying in, to forget that, Bill. <laughs> in our history. But, you know, you think about where do consultants fit and don't fit and trainers and stuff. And many times, good leaders will explain and establish a rationale for certain goals and processes and whatever. And you don't necessarily get traction because sometimes people need to hear it from more than one spot. Mm -hmm. It's not like you have to bring physically an outsider in. You say, look, here's an expert, read the book. Right. It's like, and you're going to get the same message that I've been trying to tell you a bunch of lunatics mm -hmm. for a long time. Yeah. So I think there's real value. Yeah. I mean, how we, I know it's happened to me a number of times where what you just described happens. You, you know, somebody comes back and goes, I was talking to so-and-so, and they told me this, and it's a great idea. And then I would go, well, wait a minute. I told you the same thing. <laughs> yeah. You did? It's like, oh, goodness, I can't. <laughs> so in, the, in this particular case, here's a tool that anybody's listening to the book review just, I want you to consider what another voice, Lencioni's, might be able to reinforce or establish in some of your team members' minds to push them over the edge of belief in what you've been trying to tell them. I mean, you just look at what's out there. Jim Collins writes Good to Great, how many years ago? Great book, and always talking about, not all, but one of the things he's talking about is getting the right people on the bus. Well, the ideal team player is kind of defining and creating the fabric of the right person to put on your bus. So, mm -hmm. you know, why wouldn't you want to look at that? Yeah. So we're talking about ideal team players, uh, and Lencioni describes ideal team players as hungry, humble, and smart. So why don't we spend a minute or two just talking about each of those, Bill? So Good. Hungry? Go ahead. Um, you know, hungry to Lencioni and to, I'm sure, both you and I and many of the folks out there is more than just uh, drive or ambition, um, but it's certainly aspirational. It's it's really getting someone that's got the mindset that where I am is not bad. There's nothing wrong with that, but I want something better. I want I want more, and someone that's got that kind of internal motivation you don't have to do a whole lot other than just let them go. They get up, they put their plan together. So hungry really is is that internal drive and aspirational motivation to get them to perform at their highest level. Correct, yeah, and, and, and not, I mean, uh, I mean, to a lot of people, hungry sounds aggressive, and uh, if, if you're hungry, it doesn't mean you don't care about the other people you work with. Right. Uh, it may mean that, to some degree, you care more about them. You, yeah. You, your, your desire is to get to the top, uh, but not at the sake of the other people that you work with, yeah. I think. Um, humble, I, I love this quote from C.S. Lewis, uh, humility isn't thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a great quote. I thought it was quote. great. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty good quote. And humble, the humility piece of it is, get, you know, put the arrogance aside. There's a scene in Moneyball where uh, Brad Pitt, playing Billy Bean, comes into a batting cage area where David Justice is in there hitting line, line drives. You hear the crack of the bat. And to me, you know, that's almost this 
humility thing where Brad Pitt says something to him and he goes, oh, okay, Billy, I know what this is all about. It's like, well, what do you mean? You're different? And David Justice says, well, you're paying me $7 million. Of course I'm different. Mm -hmm. And Brad Pitt says, no, I'm not. I'm only paying you $3.5 million. The Yankees are paying you $3.5 million to play against you. And David Justice standing there and he said, let's just talk about why you're here. You're not here for your skills because you're older. They're not really there. You're here to help me develop and grow these young players. And that's a different mindset Absolutely. when it comes to humility from mm -hmm. a superstar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the last one of the uh, characteristics he uh, describes is smart. And, and, and his uh, usage of the word isn't necessarily intellectually smart, while that doesn't hurt. It, it's smart about how to, deal, how to deal with people yeah. and how to work with a variety of different people. Um, those are the three characteristics. He, th he then goes on, which I, I, I think I liked, and I'm pretty sure you liked it, Bill, to talk about if, if you're, if you're hum humble only, if you only are one of these characteristics, <laughs> if you're humble only, in essence, uh, you can be a pawn. If you're hungry only, you can be a bulldozer. And if you're smart only, you can be a charmer. <laughs> Uh, and there, there, the there, there are dangers of all, all three, in all three of those. So, and the combinations you want to go ahead, Bill. Yeah, well, it's like just think, think about uh, what would you do if you're humble and hungry, but not smart? Nah, that's the accidental mess maker, exactly. you know. Or if you're if you're uh, smart and humble, but you aren't hung, hungry. Well, that's the lovable slacker, you know. Uh, hungry and smart, but not humble. The skillful politician. I, I think it's really, really helpful. And the other part of it, uh, the back section, maybe 20% of it, is actually a how-to on finding these people. From interviewing in your recruiting and selection process to interviewing existing team members to find out where they fit and if they don't fit at some point it might be a fish or cut bait deal right yeah the wrong folks for the kind of team you really want to build i i had a, an experience with with a client who i won't mention the name but after we're done i'll tell you who it is if you haven't figured it out uh a woman sales leader who had 16 reps on her team and all women except for one one guy, Joe, and uh, there were probably, as you would, might expect, about three top performers. The old 80-20 rule, <laughs> these three produced 80% of the sales, and it drove her crazy. It's just she almost felt blackmailed. It's like these people would do whatever they want because they knew. And I had said to her, and this is years ago, how would your life be different if half of your team ate? nine people produced 80%. She'd say, I'd be like a vacation. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's a perfect fit with this ideal team player thing. If you have more team players that conform to the things we're talking about, hungry, humble, smart, people smart, uh, it changes your world because you don't have that feeling that everyone is so valuable that I don't have any expendable parts. Somebody gets sick there and I am in deep doo-doo. Yeah, and you don't only have to, I mean, I, I would talk against this actually, you're not gonna hire them all that way. Your job as a manager is to develop them. 
Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if you have a C player, if you can make him a B player who works better with the team, that's a good thing. And a B player that and make, I had a guy that uh, one of the radio stations in, in Jersey was working for us. And prior to that, he had worked uh, at the number one radio station in New York. And when we talked about the performance of the stations he was in charge of, uh, we both agreed he didn't have enough salespeople. And he said to me, I'm really having a hard time finding people to work here. And I said, well, who, who are you looking for? He said, well, I'm looking for the people I had in New York. And I said, those people aren't coming here. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to hire B and C players, and your job is to make them improve. Because an A player is, you know, there's a lot of benefits for that person to work at the number one radio station in New York. To some degree, that's an easy job. Your job is harder. So we, we've got to get more people on board, and you've got to train them to make them better. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, and you and I have talked about it. I think this the book review idea is going to be a regular feature and one of the upcoming ones is going to be on the Wall Street Journal just as a tool for business people. It's an article in within the last week about the two teams that just finished playing the World Series and both of them relied on the draft and their own selection of talent, not free agency, not trades, whatever, but to your point, they're finding young talent and they're developing and growing them and and they went down the list the lineups and both of those teams they're all incumbent young guys that have never played anywhere else and yeah. now they're stars yeah and, and a book like this can help you in that particularly yeah. with the worksheets in the back because if you know what you're looking for this book will define it for you it's easier to find great so at this point we're going to sign off on Book review of The Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni. Uh, stay tuned in the future. Check the website. There'll be other small vignette, if you will, podcasts that will review current books, publications, or business resources to try to give you a leg up on your competition. Anything else, Rick? Now read the book. It's, it's really worth it. SummitClubPodcast.com. Don't forget. Go up on the site. Check out the podcast. Let us know what you think. If you have questions, tips, suggestions, or you have some interest in sponsoring the podcast, let us know. See you next time. To learn more about the Summit Club Podcast, please find us online at www.summitclubpodcast.com. The Summit Club Podcast is recorded and produced by Inertia Marketing and Design, a full-service marketing, digital, and graphic communications agency. You can find them at www.inertia.marketing. Thanks for listening to the Summit Club Podcast, and we'll see you at the top.